When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, like music. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. Well, you remember that uh, little kerfuffle that happened at the Grammys? Backstage, you had Quavo and Offset. Yes. They got into a physical altercation just moments before Quavo went on stage to pay tribute to their Migos band member, Takeoff, who lost his life in 2022. Well, now there's video out there that shows Cardi B, oh, (laughs) getting in the middle of it and cussing out both of them. Wow, and that beautiful dress she was wearing. Could you imagine her being like... Yeah, she kind of looked like a transformer. Yes. There's this video where she's like, both of y'all is wrong, both of y'all, this is not right. And then she tells someone, no, B-word, shut the bleep up. Because you shouldn't have been talking. I don't know who she's saying that to. The video, they say, inconclusive. Uh, But Entertainment Tonight got a hold of Cardi B and uh, later asked if she was settling some stuff. But (laughs) Cardi B's funny. She said, quote, the only thing I settled is my outfit, honey. Oh. (laughs) I don't think she's Well, she's, isn't she married to Offset? Yes. Okay. Oh. Oh. (laughs) well she's lucky she didn't get hurt because you could very easily put your face in front of a swinging arm without no yet and now this before all right i'll tell you the michael jackson news it's it's crazy uh michael jackson is set to take in Nearly a billion dollars. This is uh, his estate, of course. Whoa. Some 800 to $900 million is what Variety is reporting. Michael Jackson is set to, uh, his estate set to take in for 50% of the estate's interest in his publishing, recorded music revenues, the MJ, the musical Broadway show, the upcoming biopic Michael, and possibly more assets. This package, Variety reports, would be the biggest deal to date in the uh, music catalog market, it feels like not a day or two goes by and it's somebody else sold their music. Last week, it was Bieber sold his catalog for about $200 million. 
And he's young, and so he's going to make a lot more music and can continue to sell it off. How cool for them, right? You get to make all this money on the music. You get to do all this concert stuff, sell the merch. You make a gazillion dollars, Mm -hmm. and then you could sell it and make more. It's just good. I think major music stars are the richest of all entertainers, and I don't think it's close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you could do a movie, right? If you're mm-hmm. a movie star, you do a movie, you make your money, you move on. Maybe you get, or if you're a TV star, you get, you know, what do you call it? Lo- uh, royalties, residuals, sure. whatever. But if you're a touring star for, tour, I don't know, 20, 30 years, think about it. You're, maybe you're not making money off your recordings, but you're making money off of the tour. Yeah. And if you're on the road most of the year. Tour. 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 Anyway, shout out to the uh, <laughs> the estate of Michael Jackson making a whole lot of money. Wonder what they're going to do with it. Hmm. They just divvy it up? You just split it evenly? How's that get deciphered? Don't nobody know, Steve. You're darn right about that, Donna. And maybe don't nobody care. Me not know. Me now say this. <laughs> Carrie Underwood really topped an interesting list. Her tour last year had the smallest carbon footprint of any major country star. There was a recent report that was done, and it looked at how much CO2 got pumped into the air from things like tour buses, flights, and Carrie's tour. 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 Did better than the other 14 artists that they looked at. Hmm. So who hates Earth? I'll tell you who. Kane Brown. His tour created the most emissions, according to the study, about four times as much pollution as Carrie's tour. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if it's because he can't afford as nice of a bus. So he's got like the... (laughs) (laughs) You know, black smoke coming out of the back. I don't think he's in a bunch of school buses, (laughs) old school buses that were repossessed at some sort of an auction. My bad. After Kane Brown, Zach Bryan and Morgan Wallen's tours. They were the worst in terms of their carbon footprint. Carrie did the best, followed by the always lovable, I think, Kenny Chesney. Sure. Not always, but sure. And Miranda Lambert. Hmm. In general, though, you should know, and this is something I think that you can be really proud of, Donna, considering much of your life's work in Hillbilly Town. Country tours did better than most music genres. Tours by EDM, hip-hop, and pop artists pumped out the most greenhouse gases on average. The only genre that did better than country was classic rock. Explain hmm. that. Can't. I can. Okay. I think. All right. They draw a smaller crowd. They require less of a crew. They play outdoor. That doesn't matter. Pretty good defense of that, huh? Sounds like you really don't know what you're talking about. I bet you that's true. Classic rock, (laughs) you get the smallest thing. That's it. I'm right. I'm right now. Kane Brown hates her. Maybe. maybe. Because you've got these younger artists who have more different demographics, whereas you're probably not going to get a lot of younger people 
at a classic rock concert. Sure. So you know Kane Brown's team probably. They don't want to, but they have to. They're going to have to put out some sort of thing of like, oh, this report was eye-opening, and Kane cares deeply about it, and he just purchased 300 oak trees that will be planted in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And next year we will get one plug-in bus or something like that. <laughs> plug-in bus. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I love that your vision is Kane Brown's tour bus just barely rolling into town. You hear it backfiring, people yeah, dropping. Exactly. They think it's a gunshot. It's just the exhaust. Mufflers dragging sparks. Oh, man. Uh, that was fun. We talked about that stuff. We sure did. Um, I, after the break, I really like these things. They come out but once a year. Super Bowl prop bets. Maybe you don't it. care about the no, Eagles. Maybe you don't care about the Chiefs. But this will give you some interesting things to look for, whether or not you wager any money on it. Some interesting things to look for. You can say these to your uh, Super Bowl party, the folks that you're gathering with. Hey, let's all watch to see. Uh, could be a fun way to kind of watch the game this Sunday. We'll get into it when we come back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk. Anna, you know, I've learned a lot about personal injury cases from my friend Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. You know, and one of the things that I did learn is how something like a low-speed car accident, for example, can dramatically change someone's life in an instant. And at Bradshaw and Bryant, of course, it can't change what happened, but they're experienced personal injury attorneys. Uh, they will work hard to help you obtain the financial compensation you deserve. Uh, clearly, a settlement's not going to undo what happened, but it can certainly provide resources you need to cover things like medical bills, lost wages, future rehab costs, not even to mention compensate you for your pain and suffering and emotional distress. I've also learned from Mike how important it is that you do seek a medical uh, medical attention right away following a collision because oftentimes injuries don't even appear until weeks or months after an accident. You could find Mike today for a free consultation at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, hey, Sports Talk. Before we get to the Super Bowl prop bets, what happened with LeBron James? Oh, such a fun night last night. He uh, he was in pursuit of the all-time scoring record. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had held it for nearly 40 years. <gasps> and so this is career scoring, most points scored. Kareem played till he was 42, which people forget about. Uh, LeBron James is 40, excuse me, 38. And still plans to play for a few more years. Really wants to play with uh, one or both of his sons in the NBA. They're both um, in high school right now. Anyway, uh, Mike, I pulled it in there. If you want to listen, we can listen to the the moment last night. And it was a really good call, too. He started getting hot in the third quarter. He needed 36 points last night in order to beat Kareem. Kareem was there in attendance, watching front row. It was at home. It was a home game in L.A., and he started getting really hot in the third quarter. And it just started to feel like it was inevitable. And then this is what it sounded like. Looking for James. He's got it. LeBron James, a shot in history. LeBron stands alone. The NBA's all-time scoring record now belongs to LeBron James. 
How cool. That was a great call, too. LeBron James, a shot at history. And then it goes in. It was it was really cool. He ends up crying. You know, LeBron's overcome with emotion. His family comes out. They stop the game for probably about 10 or 15 minutes. People come out, family, friends, all of that. Then he gets on the mic at the end. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar comes out, hands a basketball to him. I'm no kidding. As a, you know, symbolic passing of the oh, torch. Oh, sweet. That makes and, me want to uh, cry. And then LeBron, right at the very end of his interview, overcome with emotion, said, well, F word. <laughs> but he said it. Not like I say the F word when I just say right. sometimes F word. He said the entire he, word. He, he said that word. And uh, and it was live. And there are fines paid, I'm sure. But it was the F bomb heard around the world. In fact, I go on to Twitter about two minutes later, number one trending topic f-bomb <laughs> I was like, Whoa. so he was overcome with emotion and he was like I had nothing else to say and then that came out so anyway a cool sports night last night speaking of sports the super bowl will be taking place this sunday i believe i will miss the entire super bowl i will be on a plane what do you want me to do what time does it start uh, five ish oh so you're coming back in the evening yeah Okay. Wow, okay. Donna, what do you want? My blood type? I mean, these questions are getting a little personal about my why. trip to Shrednar. I thought it started a little earlier. I thought it was like a three o'clock thing, which is well, why the coverage I'm always... certainly does. Right. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it too. They have come out with a list of interesting prop bets. These are little side bets that you can make. So if you don't really care about the game, write these down. Remember these. Google prop bets before you uh before you watch the game and it gives you some interesting stuff to look for. For instance, you can bet on this always. The length of the national anthem, will it be over 2 minutes and 5 seconds or under? Over they say is the more popular bet right now. About 57% of people are betting that it will last longer than 2 minutes and 5 seconds. But this is extra fun. When you're listening to the national anthem at the Super Bowl, Somebody get a little stopwatch. And once the singer hits the word brave, start the stopwatch. The length of the word brave in the national anthem, will it be over five seconds or under five seconds? And the home of the brave. Can we just go online and place our bet? Donna, I am not about to talk about legal and illegal betting. You might, I don't think betting is legal here in the great state of Minnesota. It will be someday. Everybody's going to be smoking weed and placing bets soon enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just <laughs> what's, what's going to happen. Okay. But you could call one of your uncles in Jersey. They'll place a bet for you. Sounds good. Thank you. Will there be a scoring drive that is shorter than the national anthem? The odds makers say yes. It's a little over 64% likely that a scoring drive at some point will take less time than it takes to sing the national anthem. So think really long. Past- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. First play of the drive, you know, something like that. Will a player record an octopus? What does that mean? I'm glad you asked. It's when the same player who scores a touchdown 
also scores the two-point conversion. Eight points. Cute. Right? Okay. I've, I've been in football. I've played football my entire life. And? That is the first time first I have time. ever heard octopus referred to anything related to football. And I saw it in the same story you're talking about. And I was like, I- I've never I've never that. seen it either. No. I think they just introduced it. <laughs> no, I think they're trying to make it a thing. Yeah. Don't, it's not going to happen. Do you think Big Octopus is behind this? Must be. The octopus lobby? <laughs> Maybe. Or the, col- the calamari people. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of strange. There's a lot of calamari at these stadiums now. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> or should I say, coink-y-dink? Coink-y-dink. Get it? Ink? Squids? Ink? Well done. Ink? Mm-mm. Donna, squids and ink? They Mm-mm. shoot ink out of their face or something? I didn't know ink. that. They're ink. threatened. They go, Pfft. Oh. Yeah. Squirt you with ink. I should know this. Whereas when we I've feel watched threatened... a documentary and read a book about octopuses. I don't remember this part. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to save my joke that I was going to say. Will both Jason and Travis Kelsey score a touchdown? There are brothers who are playing in this game, Donna. You could win really big money if you bet yes on this um, because the chances are at less than 1%. Jason, uh, Travis Kelsey is a tight end. He's going to score a touchdown in this game. Odds are. Jason Kelsey is a center, I believe, for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. It would be very unlikely for him to score a touchdown. But you never know. Wouldn't you see this bet and be like, hey, let's do a trick play and involve Jason Kelsey. He could win a lot of money. What song will Rihanna sing first in her halftime show? You could place a bet on that. Don't Stop the Music has the best odds at 25%. Sing a little bit of that, Donna. No, I only know shine bright like a diamond. That's all I know. And there's some Umbrella song. Yes. Umbrella. Oh, that was such a great song when it came out. What color eyeshadow will Rihanna wear? Hmm. I bet she'll wear colors from both teams. Oh, that's a cute idea. Mm-hmm. The odds say clear or none. 71% are saying clear or none. Uh, what will Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts throw first? A touchdown? Or an interception. If you're a Philly fan, uh, this would be good news for you. 73% are saying it's likely that he first throws a touchdown. I think that's the right bet. And finally, Donna, you can place a bet on whether or not Anheuser-Busch, one of their products, will get the first commercial. 37% say Budweiser's got the best odds. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. That is the long shot at 12.5. I And I think, you know, the average amount for a Super Bowl commercial this year is $6 million, But that's that doesn't mean everybody pays $6 million. You know, like the first one out the shoots, you're probably paying 8 or 9 And if you're at some more obscure part of the game, I don't know, mid-third quarter or something like that, a little after halftime when people are still in the kitchen, you're probably paying a little less. Are you going to teach your kids how to place bets? I kind of already am by teaching them how to um, invest in stocks. A lot exactly. of people say that's an element of gambling. Mm-hmm. Listen, all your money right now, Donna, whether you know it or not, your heaps of retirement money, it may as well be in Vegas. The whole system could crash at some point. Absolutely. But that's Mutual. why you got to protect a little chunk of it, you know? Yeah. Yes, mutual funds, right? Diversify. Yeah. Oh, Got to be a little more conservative at my age.
Let's play a game. 651-641-1071. Call and you can play next. Call the phone. We're back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We've got the big Zamboni with us as well. We've got a caller on the line. Let's do it. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. Mike. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, we will continue the week of Super Bowl halftime college of pop culture knowledge trivia. That again is the theme today. Steve's been uh, been kind of crushing this halftime stuff. Mm-hmm. Been mm-hmm. been been doing well. Got a couple of uh, points this week. Fifteen to ten, the overall standings right now. But uh, Linda is here to play along and to uh, help Donna or help out whoever she picks up. <laughs> oh. Sorry, hey, got hey. myself. Yeah. Linda. Hi, Linda. Hello. How are you today? I am fantastic now. Good. Oh my gosh, Linda, you just sound like a woman who really is a likes change women. maker. You are powerful. Yes, I hear you, you support roar. other women yes. because it's important there to, we you go. to be a great role model for all but, of the young women in your life. Yes. But you also know that when it's time to play a game and, and win something and to show yourself victorious to other women, it's important to team up with who you think is the strongest in a competition because that shows, frankly, intelligence on your part. So I, I guess you get to decide who you team up with, Donna, who sucks at this game, or me, uh, Linda, who can lead you to victory. You and Stevie Boy, the new frontier. <laughs> well, the gloves are coming off, so I think Steve's the one. Okay, I'm going to turn my volume down so I can't hear anything. Turn Donna, thank you. Mic off. Yeah, you guys are my best friends. Bye. Bye. All right, here we go. Uh, we are going to, again, be playing... Little halftime trivia from the Super Bowl halftime. Is that, uh, of course, big game is coming up this weekend? Steve, you've been crushing. Are you ready to go? I'm ready, man. We got Linda on hold. This last or this first one's a, a bit of a long one, but stick with me here. Uh, although JT and Janet's malfunction gets all the buzz from Super Bowl 38's halftime show in 2004, there were actually officially four other performers on the stage headlining with them. Two were primarily rappers. One was a rock rapper, and the other a pop star turned actress. Can you name any of them? Pop stars turned actresses. Any of them. Jennifer Hudson. Uh, a perfectly timed Miami downpour made this performance one of the most iconic ever, although the Prince, rain wasn't rain. the right color. There you go. This pop star rode in on the back of a roaring lion, but by the end, all people were talking about was a different animal, a shark, the left one to be specific. Katie Perry. And any of you, you would like repeated? <sighs> that first one. Uh, Kid Rock. Rock rapper, Kid Rock. What are you going with? I'm going to go with Kid Rock. All right, Linda, we're going to bring you up here. And uh, Steve can't uh, contribute anymore. I'll read through the... Uh, well, how, how do you feel, first off, that he did? I think he did pretty well. I'm, okay. I'm not sure on the first one. Yeah, first so. one, again, there were two primarily rappers. One was a rock rapper and the other a pop star slash actress. Can you name any of them? He went with Kid Rock. Would you like uh, to stick with that? Yeah, that works. All right, and you felt good about the other two? Yes. All right, sounds good. Linda, you are going back on hold, and Donna will uh, join us once again. Hello. Hey, guys. How'd it go? Uh, Steve. I don't 
Okay. Fairly right. well. Fine. All right. Fairly well. All right, I'm ready. Let's start things off with this first one. Though JT and Janet's malfunction gets all the buzz from Super Bowl 38's halftime show in 2004, there were actually officially four other performers on the stage headlining with them. Oh, shoot. Two were primarily rappers. Oh, no. One was a rock rapper and the other a pop star slash actress. Can you name any of those other four? Oh, my God. A pop star actress. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, which I don't think is right. A perfectly timed Miami downpour made this performance one of the most iconic ever. The This pop star rode in on the back of a roaring lion, but by the end, all people were talking about was a different animal, a shark, specifically the left one. Katy Perry. And the first one, or would you like any repeat? Um, JT, blah, 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 blah. there were two other, one was a rock. Two rap- primary rappers, one was a rock rapper, and the other was a pop star slash actress. Five seconds, name any of those four. Rock rapper? I don't know what that means. Uh, run DMC. All right. The answers <laughs> are in. Let's start things off with the second one. Perfectly timed Miami downpour. You guys got this before I can even get to the final part of the question, which was the rain just wasn't the right color. And that, of course, would have been purple rain because it is Prince, one of the best yeah, halftime shows of all that. time. Yeah, yeah, so, so amazing. Uh, the pop star rode in on the back of a roaring line, but by the end, everyone was talking about Left Shark. That, of course, was indeed Katy Perry. You both crushed it. Mm-hmm. And finally, again, I didn't even realize this. I mean, it's if you didn't follow it, or watch it you really didn't know but jt and uh, janet they were joined on the stage by two primarily rappers a rock rapper and a pop star actress the two rappers were p diddy and nelly mm. the pop star slash actress jessica simpson and the rock rapper kid rock come on baby let's go steve got kid rock uh, woo. he got all three okay dig it said a boogie said um jump the boogie yep my name is kid yes that was awesome. Thanks, man. Bring Linda in. Hey, Linda. Linda, you're the winner. You just won, oh, girlfriend. Oh, Steve, you're my radio boo. Thank uh, you. You're, you're my real life boo, man. This is it. We <laughs> were meant to team up. And uh, hey, before you go, actually, Linda, two questions. Uh, first, what's happening next in your day now that you've won the game? What's next on your agenda? I am actually giving myself a manicure. <laughs> Good for oh, you. Really? little self-care. That's that awesome. Great. Yeah, that's really great. Um, and then I guess second, uh, do you want to tell Donna to eat it? Uh, sorry, Donna. It's you got to okay. eat it. Yeah. Uh, you're right, Linda. <laughs> so nice. All is fair <laughs> oh, in the man. College of Pop Culture knowledge. Oh, thank you, guys. You have a great day, Linda. You too. Okay, thank you. Bye. I know. What a suck up you are. She's. I just. She's my buddy. She's my friend. It's 16 to 10. And it was important that I got that lead because... You're leaving town. And Matt Belanger's going to come in and... Ruin you everything. You experience with him in this game and you say he sucks. He's not good. He's not good. I beat him at this game. I beat him at Papa Shot. It's the only time I get to win. Donna. Thanks. I hope it's 17 to 11 when I come back. It's... Time for a tip. 16 to 10. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Uh, Tinder's now making it easier to avoid coming across to your boss accidentally. Oh, Donna. God, that'd be awkward. Uh, they have some new privacy and safety features that they are rolling out. 
One will allow you to block someone's profile. Oh. Previously, you could only do this after matching with someone. But now, if you're looking through suggested profiles and you come across a coworker or something like that, you can just block them to avoid each other. There's also a feature called incognito mode, but it's only available to paying subscribers. It basically lets you lurk around. And the only people who can see you are the ones who you've already liked in the app. Are people still doing Tinder? I think so. Hmm. You gave up on the online dating a while ago. Yeah. Every now and then I'll just take a little peeky-poo. Me not like that term. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just, it's too much. It's a lot of work. It's just a lot of work. I don't know how people do it. I know. It's like it's like a part-time job. I know, Donna. I know. Mike, do you it's know people still on Tinder? I don't. I fortunately avoided and uh, was able to but get friends? by. On, no, I have no nobody, really. Wow. Because no. they're probably all coupled up, uh, aren't At this they? point, yeah. Yeah, yeah at the that's age right. Of, yeah, pretty much. Yep, there you go. All right. Well, mm-hmm. Good talk, guys. I have to tell you something frustrating. Okay. I, um, I... I froze my credit a while ago. Oh, I, don't know I did if you've too. Ever done this? Yeah, it's still frozen, actually. Yeah, so I actually just went to have a credit check. Like, I was trying to find rates on something. Okay, like yeah. interest rates, loan rates. And you forgot to unfreeze. Forgot to unfreeze it. So now I'm just getting a cavalcade of no, we're sorry, we can't process this because you know your TransUnion is frozen. Here's yeah. the real irritating thing. Yeah. I go there to find it. And um, it, I'm trying to, I don't remember my password, I guess. And so I'm trying to sign in, mm-hmm. but and it's sending me the code. You know, it sends you a code to your email when it's time for you to reset your password. Yep. The email will not come to me. It just won't show up. Check spam. I can't check spam on my phone Oh. because of this new damn email that they had us put in. So I don't know what to do. Good luck to you. I'm going to run into the same problem because I went to Home Depot. Ever heard of it? Donna. To buy an electric lawnmower. And when you opened up a card, you got like, I don't know, $200 off. Something mm-hmm. ridiculous. And I was like, well, of course I have to do this. Same thing. Long story short, same thing. Wouldn't, you know... It just kept declining me. I'm like, what? How is that possible? And it turned out because my credit was frozen. It's really a bummer. I would also like to give another tip. Please. When you rent a car, do not use your debit card. Thank you. Say more words. Well, because they check your credit. So that can affect your credit by them doing a credit check. Really? Yeah. Just and use it's a regular a, credit is, card. Is that a hard pull that they do? They say like they're, they're hard pulls and then they're sort of like top line credit checks that they do. One Great impacts question. your credit score, one does not. That's why This I asked. one did. Donna. Yes. You know, I'm sorry that we're all going through this, <laughs> but if Donna and I feel like we're not fully present right now, it's because as we just described, we're going through some hardships right now, guys, and a little empathy wouldn't kill you. You know what else I can't access from my phone? Radio emails. 
Because I have all radio emails that come to the Don and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. They automatically get directed to a radio emails folder. And I cannot access that folder. What am I supposed to do? I wonder if it has something to do with an update on your phone. Because out of nowhere, I have to start putting in, like, login information and passwords for Facebook, for Instagram. I'm like, what is happening all of a sudden? I will give you this tip. Set up two-factor authentication on all of your social media. It is really important to do. I wonder if I was hacked. Now you're making me wonder. Well, that's if you do get hacked on Instagram, um, it is very difficult to get that problem solved. I have a friend who just got hacked. Her account got hacked. And it, I was like, oh, my gosh, Jess bought a Tesla. And uh, then you quickly find out, oh, no, she did not. She's been hacked. But it's very difficult with to, to get back in and to convince Instagram. She Luckily, she had a friend who worked at Meta at Facebook and was able to short circuit the process for it. I have a buddy who owns a business in Pittsburgh. It got hacked. He did everything he could to get it back, proving, hey, no, this is not right. Could never get it back. There was a time, thank you for asking, very quickly, I got shot out of Instagram. I had to hold up a piece of paper, take a picture, go through the whole process. I don't know if I had to have today's date on it or what my whatever number was, and I had to email it, but just to even... Get that information. Isn't that crazy? Took forever. It was cray, cray. I'm so glad we had this time together. I'll be fine. But I don't know if I will be. I don't know. Well, good luck. Hopefully your credit card will not be declined while you are on vacation. Here's hoping. When we return, James Corden, as we know, is uh, has already announced that he's going to be leaving the Late Late Show. So who's going to fill in for him, right? Who's going to take over the Late Late Show? Oh, wait. There might not be a Late Late Show. We'll get into what CBS has planned. That when we return. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is only half here today because he's going on vacation. What are you doing again? You're crunching the the what? Shredding the gnar, Donna? What does that mean? Well, when you live a life that is on the slopes, and when you vacation in Breck... Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you don't know what that means. Breckenridge, Colorado. Ever heard of it? Mm-hmm. Shredding the gnar means like carving through the snow. What is gnar? You know, Mike, could I get a... Uh, <laughs> Definition, just so that we are both talking about the same thing. I think gnar means snow. And when you're shredding it, does oh, it have to do with gnarly? Oh, it's G-N-A-R. Yeah, like gnarls barking. Okay, gnarly. okay, okay. So what does shredding the gnar mean? That's a great question. Um, Used oh, in skateboarding, skiing, and snowboarding to describe the act of performing well on oh. tough terrain, waves, Oh, yeah, I'm future. Shredder. You're an eye shredder. It's, it's a whole thing, though. When you do this, you have to, just on these ski trips, they tell you to really, you know, you got to dress the part. So you have to have a base layer and then a mid layer and then a top layer. And it's just a whole thing. I don't know, guys. I haven't skied in 15 years. 
Somebody said to me over the weekend, oh, it's like riding a bike. Is it, though? I don't know if it is. And then Matt Land was like, don't break your leg. Don't tear your ACL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All this hex crap, even though we all know no one wants that to happen to me more than Matt Belanger. He would just be like, oh, what? Steve's <laughs> off for three months? It's Let me just true. sit down here. I mean, he, he financially pressures me every time. He darn near pushes me against the wall and is like, Hey, are you going to take any time off? Is there something I can fill in for? Because I'm getting new countertops. Right. <laughs> I feel like in some way I have a financial obligation to Matt. Right. Well, at this point, Matt spent a lot of money on saving his dog's life. After, You're absolutely you know, right. That stuff ain't cheap, man. Right. So that's what he's working on now. So if you want to stay an extra week, fine. I already gave him five weeks last year. Yeah, that's before the dog situation. What did I pay for? You paid for his mom's special chair. He went out to visit his mom and bought her a chair that she needed for health reasons. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. See, you're a nice guy. You're a doer. (laughs) That's why I'm shutting the door. Patterson, he's a doer. Uh, James Corden's leaving the Late Late Show. And, uh, What's he doing? Is he moving back to England? I can't remember. I think he's going to move back to England. Okay. Yeah, but I'm sure he's got a place in Hollywood, a place in England. He, sure. he, he'll do fine. But the Hollywood Reporter writes that CBS is set to replace James Corden's Late Late Show with a Stephen Colbert-backed project. It's a reboot of a show that was on Comedy Central called At Midnight. You familiar? Not re- vaguely. Very vaguely. It was hosted by Chris Hardwick. Who has since, you know, he he was very hot for quite some time, Chris Hardwick. Didn't he do the um, the after zombie show, the Talking, Talking Dead? Talking Dead. Yep. Yes. He did Talking Dead. He's likable. Um, he is likable. That being said, he ran into a problem with some sort of in the midst of the Me Too movement. Oh, he did? Okay. There were some that. allegations regarding... A previous relationship that he had had, and it set him back. Well, yeah, in many ways, because he used to be on, like I said, you know, a whole bunch of things, but um, now not so much. He was the San Diego has their big Comic Con. He was the moderator there. Uh, he was unseated from that. He was a big part of Nerdist, the Talking Dead host. Then he also was hosting the. Um, Oh, gosh, it was an NBC game show. Forgetting the name of it now. The Wall? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was great. Yeah, but then there was this stuff about a history of emotional and sexual abuse that came out from an ex-girlfriend in 2018. So things have kind of whittled away. The reason we bring that up is he used to host it, but it does not seem like he is set to host this new version of it. But it was kind of like a comedic improv game show thing. So you still have celebrities on. But it's much lighter and more game showy and comedy based. You know, in many ways, you could see it as, you know, it's a reboot, so it's its own thing, but a bit of an answer to what Jimmy Fallon does. He does games, they're a big hit, people like that. So if you're not feeling like you need uh, an interview, you just don't need to hear them say whatever thing they've said a gazillion times, then. You get celebrities in a bit of a different environment. Here's some different things. Sure. So, when's this happening? 
It looks like... Corn's done the end of 23. The end of this year. Okay, so we've got another good year. Um, but yeah, kind of interesting. I just wonder if it would help to help is probably the wrong word, but if it could cause any sort of a trend in late night. For a long time, we had Leno and we had Letterman. And now the late night landscape is more crowded. You could argue then more diluted. And maybe, and let me ask this question, like in 10 years... Will there be as many late night shows? Conan already went away. He went to a half hour and uh, now just is gone. So there's one less. Now CBS planning their post Colbert late show with something that's not quite a standard talk show format. I kind of like that it's creative. I want to keep the staples there. Like, you know, keep Fallon there. Keep Colbert there and Kimmel there. We've already got those three, but you could see over time, even NBC maybe says, I don't know, maybe maybe we don't do our late night with Seth Meyers. I, I almost feel like, okay, so people aren't really watching, obviously, TV the way they used to. You almost feel like they should just go to a streaming service at this point. People aren't staying up till 2 o'clock in the morning to purposely watch late night yeah but people are doing a la carte now word of mouth you know like you you hear buzz about something and you're like oh my gosh i want to like for example saturday night live i want to go see the pedro pascal episode but i'm gonna watch it what now two weeks after the fact right and i'm gonna pick and choose which sketches i watch i i just feel like that yeah, and the game appetite. shows are cheap, you know. I'd like to host a game show. I Can know you, you help would. me with that, Donna? <sighs> Give me one of your connections. I have a couple. I'll let you know. Thanks. All right. Great. All right. To quickly Zamboni myself, uh, spring of 2023 <laughs> is now the date. Originally, last April, he said it was going to be the end of 2023. Then all that stuff happened last year, and now it sounds like spring of 23. So, oh, sometimes so we're very coming soon. up on this. Couple oh, months. boy. Okay. Goodness. Now we'll look at it. the past few months. You will have seen Ellen go away, Dr. Phil going away, Dr. Oz going away, mm-hmm. James Corden going away. There's another one. Judge Judy. Moving it over to streaming, right? Yeah. New show, but yeah. Interesting. Times they are a-changing, as one Robert Dillon once said. That's nice. Thank you, Donna. (laughs) When we come back, I've been looking forward to this list. Uh, The most highly regarded celebrities, based on, I say the name of a celebrity. Speaking of Ellen and Judge Judy. Yeah, yeah. is your opinion high or is your opinion low? Is it positive or negative? The surprising results, if you ask me, of who's at the top of this list. That when we return.